Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. You are in for a treat today, folks. Let me tell you, I've got Chad Payton here, and he is going to inspire you with this story on how he was able to acquire eight properties in just over a year. Okay, so sit tight. Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of uh, Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have a very special guest here. I've got Chad Payton from Santa Cruz, California. He is a father of two, and he's got an awesome story for how he got started in real estate investing. I'm going to let him share it, but first, Chad, what's going on? Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, good, Mike. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm uh, stoked to be on to talk to you guys today. Oh, man, we are absolutely stoked to have you. Uh, it's really, really special uh, being able to have someone who, who is, you know, just getting started out and and just sharing your success. And, you know, having had the chance to talk to you a little bit beforehand, it seems like you've been having a great success. But, um, but first, tell us a little background about yourself and uh, your military career, where you're at now. And... Um, yeah, just introduce yourself a little bit. Deep in the piney woods, a uh, small town, and somehow managed to find my way over to West Point. I had no idea what it even was, uh, which is kind of funny because a lot of people that go there, I think they know they want to go there from a very young age, or at least they know what it is. I had no idea. and uh, But everybody just told me I had to go, so I, you know, I went. I'm very happy that I did, and uh, I decided to pursue flying helicopters in the military, and I did that for uh, about nine and a half years, and I hit that mark where you've either got to stay in or get out, you know, in my mind, so I decided to get out, and uh, I moved to Santa Cruz, California, married my wife, we've now got two kids, and I'm still flying commercially for an air ambulance company uh, close to home. Awesome. That is awesome, man. All right. So, uh, so West Point, huh? Well, listen, I will, uh, I'll forgive you, you know, <laughs> for choosing the, <laughs> the worst of the two academies. It's okay. But, uh, <laughs> but maybe you'll forgive me because uh, hey, we did win, we did win the football game last year. <laughs> one in 14 ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. Yes, you guys did. I knew you were going to say it too. So. <laughs> so, hey man, listen, this year is a whole I haven't, new I haven't year. been able to rub that in for 14 years. You're right. <laughs> you know, and I, I take solace in knowing that it may, even if it's only one year, it's one year. It's one year. Yep, that is true. All right, man. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Just wait till this year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Me and you sounds like yep. we're making some bets, so that's that's all good. 
<laughs> yeah. We'll give it to you. And it wasn't my year that messed it up, so I'm happy. All right, cool. <laughs> Sweet. So, um, so all right, man. Awesome. So, yeah, so you definitely had, um, it sounds like a very interesting, you know, time in the military and you're still flying, which is great. Um, I know you're doing yeah. some of what you love. But to tell us now, how did you get started in real estate investing? At what point was it, you know, to you that you said, I need to move to something else? or add something else to my life. Yeah. So oddly enough, I, uh, bought a house back in 2006. Oh. Um, that was my first, you know, real estate investment. Uh, and I think everybody kind of knows how that story plays out. Yeah. I, uh, Dang. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how I was buying it. Um, it fortunately worked out to the fact that where it was about, cash flow neutral for a long time. And then I made the, once the interest rates dropped really low, I decided, Hey, I'm going to refi this into a 15 year note, not realizing that I just, you know, made it cash flow negative, but you know, I was able to hold on to it and I still own it. It's actually up for sale right now. And even with a bad purchase, it still built equity. It had zero appreciation in 12 years, unfortunately. Oh, that's what happens no. when you buy at the peak of a market with no cash flow. Right. Um, but, but it did build a lot of equity over the years. And I'm about to, you know, as soon as I sell that off, 1031 exchange that into two properties. All right. Uh, now that I know what I'm doing, I can flip my uh, monthly cash flow to about $1,000 a month just by selling that and acquiring two properties. Nice. All right, man. Yeah. That but is- uh, beyond that, yeah, beyond that, um, I really, you know, I once I got out in 2012, I knew, you know, my wife and I wanted to live in Santa Cruz. I visited out here. My mom lived here for a long time, and I just fell in love with the area. And then I happened to fall in love with a girl that lived here. Wow, right. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> fall in love. I tried to build my career around that. Mm-hmm. you know and uh so i finally got there about a year and a half ago and everything was going great and i sat down one day and i you know i don't have any you know i do not want to move into a management role and i'm not in this industry i really enjoy flying and the schedule that that i have as just a pilot but uh i was definitely not quite fulfilled and so i sat down one day and just had this stark realization that I would have to work until I turned 65 to hopefully retire at that point. And, uh, you know, I just, I knew there had to be a better way. Absolutely. Investing built a massive portfolio in St. Louis. And so he started selling turnkey properties and, uh, and that was about a year ago. And, you know, now I have uh, eight total properties and trying to acquire a lot more. All right. Eight properties. Nice. So pretty much eight properties within the span of you know, a little over a year, right? Yep. Wow. That is incredible. That is honestly incredible. And I know a lot of people, you know, when they get started, maybe they pick up like one or two in their first year. Um, I know when I started, I, I picked up uh, a duplex in my first year, but, but definitely not, you know, eight mm. properties. That's incredible. And so, and you said these were turnkeys? They're all, all turnkey properties. 
All turnkey properties. Nice. So can you do us a favor and just kind of explain to our guests, you know, what a turnkey property is and, and why you would invest in something like, like that? Yeah. So turnkey is a pretty broad term, but obviously it comes from the fact that you literally walk up, turn the key and it's ready to go. And, uh, you know, my definition of turnkey is you have an operator that's out there that knows the area, knows where to buy, and they go, they, they find the distressed properties, they do the rehab, they manage that whole process, they take on all that risk, and then they find a tenant and manage that property or find a property manager for you or help you in that process. Um, you know, and there's varying degrees of turnkey. Um, but that's been my experience. It's a one-stop shop. Basically I qualify for the loan, do my due diligence, analyze the property, and then they find a tenant, put it in there and cash flowing. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So something like that is just, it's so simple. Um, Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. It's simple. And, and, um, it does take out a lot of the risk when you're just starting out you know, trying to figure out the whole real estate space. Uh, so right. it, it, it takes a little of the grade out of your learning curve, you know, and allows you to jump in and just get started and get that cash flow going. Um, and ultimately for me, why I chose to do is just the stage I'm at in my life right now. Like, you know, I, I built my life around, you know, or built my career around the, the schedule that I wanted. You know, I get a lot of time off in my job and, you know, and, and with two young kids you know my daughter's two and a half my son is just almost five months and so i wanted to protect my time i mean at the end of the day that's that's our only non-renewable resource and so it really is a way to take you know get a lot of the benefits of real estate get all the benefits of owning real estate for sure and uh still be able to protect your time and not create a second job for yourself yeah absolutely Absolutely, man. But, but it, I mean, it sounds like, you know, you are definitely on the right path here. And, and with the velocity that you've picked these, uh, these eight properties up, what are, where are you headed? What, what are some of your goals, your real estate investing goals? Yeah. So my, my short or my shortest horizon goal, I mean, actually my shortest horizon goal is just buy another house. You know, that's my, that's my thing. It, as long as in numbers make sense by the next house right. um, and create the capital to do that. Um, you know, midterm goal is to create enough passive income to cover my fixed expenses on a monthly basis. You know, that's my strike number. And, uh, and then beyond that, uh, to create enough passive income to completely replace my lifestyle. So now that, I can basically work on my own terms. Wow. So, so can you, can I ask something and, and you can feel free to answer this or not, it's kind of fun, but for your financing, these turnkeys, do you usually get a mortgage with these or do you save up enough to pay them down cash or what, how do you, how do you usually work it? So because I, I'm completely, solely focused, not solely focused, but primarily focused on cash flow. I, uh, I'll go out and get a 30 year fixed rate. 
conventional mortgage. And um, when you're buying properties, that's the most efficient financing you can get. You know, and every person can get 10 in their own name. You know, every person can have 10 federally backed uh, conventional mortgages in their name. So that's my goal. My first goal is to fill up those 10 conventional mortgages for my, my wife and myself. And once we're once those are full, then we'll move on to more uh, creative financing. But I've you know I've done a lot. Um, you know, we were fortunate to buy in California in 2014. And so we realized a lot of appreciation out here. So I've been able to harvest some of the equity in my primary without, uh, you know, increasing my loan to value ratio too much and nice. exposing us to too much risk and then using that money to go out and buy property. So at this point, I basically was able to harvest the money I put into my primary as a down payment, wow. move that back out and go buy, you know, Turnkey properties with that uh, via a heel. That is awesome, man. That is incredible. So yeah, so you you have definitely using a kind of like hybrid, you know. But that's but even still, with the appreciation that you've seen after that crash, I mean, it's been able to help you a lot. That's you know that's something right. that I've honestly I've found fascinating about you know the investors that I've spoken to out in, from the west because the properties are so expensive. And I always wonder oh, yeah. how they have all this money to just go around and, and buy all these properties. But I guess, you know, through the appreciation that they realized from, you know, 2008, 2007, uh, it's been able to kind of help cushion that. And so when they buy properties out in the Midwest, it just makes sense how they're able to pick up. Yeah, ab- yeah absolutely. And I, I think I think where some people... Um, you know, and everybody values different things. My wife and I sat down and we talked about it a lot. You know, we, we only have a two bedroom townhouse right now. And uh, obviously we got into it at a great price point. We've seen massive appreciation in the market out here. And so we kind of struggled, you know, we said, do we sell and then go buy a three bedroom house for a lot more than what we paid for a townhouse? Or do we harvest this equity, stay in the two bedroom, wait for another market correction, potentially? And then move into the three bedroom and kind of repeat that same situation, you know. So that's what we decided to do. You know, everybody's different, but um, for us, you know, we're kind of focused on the long term, and so we're willing to have the kids bunk up, you know, <laughs> until they get a little bit older and need a different room, you know. Right. 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 And they're young enough too right now, so I guess yeah, it's not really going to uh, to affect them as much. So that's that's there you go, man. That's awesome. Ah, wow. making it work. That is great. So, so so now tell me, what are some of the passions that you realized through real estate investing? Maybe through some of this cash flow that you've received. Are there anything that you and your wife you know enjoy doing on the side or? That you found that you, you've enjoyed through this, through building this uh, passive income? Yeah. So I, I think realistically, in, instead of just like individual passions that it uh, made us realize, I think that what it's done is it's provided a little bit of space in uh, my financial life where I can take a step back and kind of reevaluate what is actually really important to me uh, just in my entire life you know focusing on being present and just enjoying enjoying the journey that we're that we're all going through 
Uh, it's really easy to get focused on your end state and your goals to where the present just becomes a mean to a means to an end. And so really that's what it's done. It's, it's allowed my wife and I to take a step back and say, Hey, this is important. It's not important. Let's cut out everything. that's not important. And just focus on the things that we value. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah, that is great. And it, and it is so true. I, I think, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up with, you know, being able to, you know, afford our bills or to, to provide for our family. And when you're doing this and you, you become successful at it, you see, you know, that passive income coming in and you start to feel that relief, you start to do, you realize like all that, that you just mentioned, you know, what's important and, and your mm-hmm. family and, and being able to spend more time and, and to be less stressed out and less worried. It's, it's great. It is really good. Yeah, um, absolutely. Ah, man. That is awesome. So, so do you have any like special trips at all that you're planning with your family, or uh, or any anything fun that you see? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we're going out to Austin to visit my family out there. A lot of my family is still back in Texas, split between Dallas and Austin, and uh, we're doing that. And then we're going to Costa Rica nice. in November. Um, a little surf trip slash friend's 40th birthday party, you know, slash family vacation. Okay. Nice. There you go. That is awesome, man. Yeah. And so, you know, right. And there's no worries, you know, because of the passive income you're building, everything is, uh, exactly. comes in nice. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, and that's, yeah, that's, that's what the passive income has really helped me, uh, you know, before when you're in a, when you're not focusing on cash flow and you're just investing for, uh, you know, when you're in accumulation mindset, you know, for me, I always had a struggle spending money on even things that I valued because I knew that every dollar that I was out spending, it wasn't going into my 401k and that was less of a chance that I'd be able to retire comfortably. And so now, by focusing on cash flow, you know that you're over time building, you know, the cash flow that you're going to need later down the road to eventually not work. And so it just takes a lot of that anxiety and stress out of it. Right. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, dude, that is awesome, man. And it is, it's so good to, you know, to um, talk to you about this too, because really it's good to see a different perspective on you know on all this but even still with the different perspective a lot of it is so similar you know and it's uh and it's great so thank you so much you know for for giving us your time i really appreciate it yeah and where where are you by the way where, it sounds very busy back uh <laughs> back where you're at oh yeah i'm just sitting at a coffee shop in uh in town Nice. <laughs> See, so another one of the perks of real estate investing, you can pretty much take your work with you. Exactly. You go, right? Yeah, absolutely. That is awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. So, all right, man. So like I said, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to take you through a bonus round. All right, I take this, take everyone who I interview right. uh, through it, but it's three questions and this will kind of help our audience get to know a little bit more about you too. So, all right, let's do it. Question number one, what is your number one read? 
you had to recommend one book, what would it be? Uh, Essentialism. It's a book by Greg McCown. Essentialism. Nice. It's, yeah, a, it's a great book. Tell us a little bit about it. What what is uh what, what's, what's that about? It's just a way to. It's a book about focusing on what's important in your life, what you value in your life, mm-hmm. um, and everything from business to personal, and just quit wasting time on non-essential tasks. Nice. You know, if it's something you value, spend some time and effort into it. You know, and if it's non-essential, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's as simple as that. Minimalism for your life, you know. Right, right. That's actually that's good, man. That is that sounds really good. I've not heard of that, so I'm gonna look that one up uh, today because yeah. I definitely need a little bit Great of that book. in my life too. To be honest, yep, absolutely. <laughs> everybody, everybody does it. We all constantly need to be reminded of that fact. Right. That is legit, man. Okay, cool. So, question number two. Who is your biggest hero and why? I don't think I could point to one person of the hero. The people that I uh, really look up to and try to emulate uh, their actions are just people who live life on their own terms and who are comfortable in their own skin and uh, just, you know, are themselves because that's who they are and they're not worried about what anybody else thinks. That that's that's legit, man. Hey, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Uh, you you saying that just um, calls one guy to name Gary Vaynerchuk. He is a, um, mm-hmm. a super entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've heard his name. But yeah, he's he's out there, man. And I've, I've just I was actually. Oh yeah, I'm, so, I'm very familiar with Gary V. Yeah, <laughs> Gary yeah. V. Man, that dude is real. Let me tell you, <laughs> he certainly is. So I, I was just listening to um, one he of things, and you know, if you don't like it, then that's okay. You can have a different. Right. I mean, I think, you know, I think we get so entrenched in our opinions that if someone has a different one, you feel like you need to defend your own when it's like, Hey, look, we can all have different opinions. Why not? Right. You know, and you can debate it, but you don't have, you know, if, I think we get married to our egos and feel like we need to defend our position all the time and feel like we're under attack. And it just, it doesn't allow us to have, um, you know, good debate on what's actually going on because we feel like we're under attack if someone has a different opinion than we do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Goodness. All right, man. So let me take you through the last question here. So what nuggets do you have for those who are just getting started? Yeah, I think the first thing I would say is just get started. Start learning. There's so many platforms out there. You guys let have an amazing platform for people to start learning on. Um, and there's just, there's so much free content out there, podcasts, you know, I mean, a audible membership is I think 14 or $15 a month. And that gets you one free book every month, you know, go to your public library, you know, check out books. I go to the public library all the time, you know, um, just get started learning. And then secondly, I would just say, uh, take some time to sit back and understand why you're doing what you're doing. I mean, everybody can just on the surface say, you know, I want passive cash flow. But if you really dig deep down on why you want that, you know, at the end of the day, for me, it was to produce enough passive income 
so I can get my time back and spend it with the most important people in my life. And that's my family and my, my friends and uh, my network of people that, you know, we all have a, the same goals and, you know, in general. And then uh, invest in yourself, you know, that the ROI on investing in yourself is infinite. So, you know, spend money on yourself, you know, buy books, you know, go to, you know, pay for a mastermind. If you really resonate with people in that group, you know, I know you guys have a start the spark club and, you know, pay for it, you know, go out and spend money on knowledge because you will not get a better return on investment than spending the money on yourself. Amen. All right. Dude, that is that is awesome, man. Absolutely. And uh and all those points exactly super important, you know, especially that last one, investing in yourself. I believe that hundred percent. That's what started me off on my journey. So that's good yeah, advice. Absolutely. Too. Great advice. Guys, I hope mm-hmm. you guys are taking good notes and listening here because that is absolutely uh true. And go out and get started on your first time. Man. Chad, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate having you on this podcast. You've been uh been a blessing and and a wealth of knowledge here and hopefully an inspiration to those who are just getting started as well or those who are uh, on the verge of getting started and just a little catalyst them into taking action and uh, maybe going after the first turnkey rental we'll see awesome. but, uh, but thanks yep. and man and best best to you and your family and uh wish you guys best of success Obviously, we'll, uh, we'll Chad's on the podcast, so I'm sorry on the um, on the Facebook group. So reach out to uh, to him. You know, if you if you have any questions, um, we have on our network that we have. You know, anyone that will, that will help you out there. Chad's got a bunch of experience, especially with turnkeys. So um, so he'll be available to you there. And um, and Chad, thanks again, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Is there anything else that you want to say to the uh, to, to the group? No, I just, I think that, you know, you can, like you said, I'm in the group on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to me. I love talking to any, any and to talk and discuss about my experiences. And, you know, I haven't been doing it for a long time, but I can tell you I've immersed myself in everything over the last you know year and a half. And if I can't, you know, if I, if I don't know the answer to something, I, I probably know somebody who can help you out, you know, and, uh, I would, I would feel amiss if I didn't at least make a plug for the guys that have helped all this make it happen for me. Uh, and and I, yeah, the guys I work with is actually one of the guys is a, uh, a veteran as well. He was a West Point grad ranger bat guy. And uh, all right. our, the, yeah, the website for these guys is uh, cashflowtactics.com. And they are real estate investors and they basically help you set up a game plan to reach your strike number, to create enough passive income, to replace your lifestyle, man. And so it works really, dovetail really well with what you guys are doing. They just have a very unique uh, system in place and that's exactly what it is, the system. And that's what's enabled me uh, to go as fast as I have in the last year. So word all right absolutely are doing big things man nice big things all right all right we'll have to reach out to them too and uh and yeah and the link to that will be in the show notes so make sure to go check that out guys if you're listening cashflowtactics.com sounds like they were definitely a big uh, key had success here so 
uh, they will hopefully be for you as well. Absolutely. Nice. All right. All right, Ben. Well, again, Chad, thanks again so much. I appreciate it. And uh, have a good rest Absolutely, of your day. Absolutely, man. Yeah, you too, man. Take care. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, guys, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. Chad Payton, guys. What a guy. Man, I'm telling you, that story was definitely interesting. And make sure that you go through and take some of the notes and the wisdom that he had to share, guys, because, man, it's a great advice for those who are getting started. And uh, definitely make sure you're taking some action, all right? Reach out to us. We want to hear what you guys have going on, what deals you're working on, what questions you guys have. Uh, Hit us up on our Facebook group. Hit us up on Instagram. All right, we want to know what's going on. Check out our YouTube. Go ahead and check the show notes. We've got awesome stuff in there, resources, as well as the the book that was mentioned, right, Essentialism. Uh, Great read. So definitely make sure that you go in and check out all that stuff and, you know, connect with us. All right, let us know what's going on. All right, stay tuned. Friday, we got another great episode coming up. I'm Mike Foster, and as always, it's been a pleasure. Later.